Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Would you take a rocket ship to space? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. People. Would you take a rocket ship to space? Well, uh, this question popped into my head uh, because, of course, today, William Shatner, 90-year-old legend, icon, institution of just everything, went to space. And it just made me want to go even more. I don't know if you guys got to see the video. Colleen, I think you were watching. I mm-hmm. just feel like it's even more likely, having watched that video, that we will have the chance in our lifetime to go to space. So... Let's just chat space. And if you guys want to join the conversation, 651-641-1071. But besides whether or not you want to go, like, I'm all in. I know you have been very hesitant about space. I'm you are very not, space You are space phobic. Hesi- I, fa- I am very space phobic. Um, there was a point at which we were going to go to Mars and have to, like, doo-doo on walls or something. Mm-hmm. Remember that? What was that? There was, like, a thing where yeah, you had to, like, go that, to the bathroom on the wall. Yeah, in the actual ship that was going to take you to Mars. I think. Ship. Thank you. For like insulation, maybe I don't. Yeah, even like the poo would thing. be like your insulation. Yeah, insulation. But yeah, so but you've been very hesitant. I'm very space hesitant. Now this is there's a big difference between going to the moon, going to Mars, or just like pew, doing what William Shatner did. Right. Which, if you watch the video, he got on Jeff Bezos' giant penis. He did in and rocketed and to interestingly, space. Now I didn't realize <laughs> Jeff Bezos wasn't going no. with his penis. Mm-mm. He left. No, his penis went alone. His, his, no, the penis we're, we're talking alone. about Jeff Bezos' uh, rocket ship, the Blue Earth Project, Blue mm-hmm. Moon, Blue Origin, Blue Origins, whatever it's called. It's yeah. like a dog food, isn't it? Blue Origin, Something. Blue that? Monday. That was a Erasure album, I think, or song. Um, anyway, he, he was on. It was it's his spaceship, but he was not on the one right. that William Shatner. There were a bunch of people on. William Shatner went on the entire thing, start to finish, was like. It literally it, it took over before it began. They sat in that thing on a hold longer than the actual journey took. Yeah. And it was actually cool to watch, right? If you watched it live, you saw it go pew, up and then pew. they like disengaged <laughs> and the thing like slingshot over the M- M- Miranda line. I don't remember what it's, it's not called. The Miranda Lambert I just line. make it up every um, time. I think it's just called the Kamarin line and our boundary and I will find it for it, sure. Anyway, but. that's where you're weightless. And that that part of the process took only about three or four minutes. And then they have to quick get back in and buckle down. And then they've got parachutes, parachutes, and they land. And it's so fast. Yeah. The entire thing start to finish, I think, was like they were like in space for like seven minutes or some dumb thing. Very fast. But the entire thing itself um, just seemed like a marvel of modern technology. Mm -hmm. And so ubiquitous it might have seemed that you know, this is going to continue. Like, this will be easier and easier as time goes on. Well, the two other people, so one of the people that was on the the penis with William Shatner 
was somebody who worked for who works for Jeff Bezos, who's worked on this project. Yeah. Okay. So, and I can't remember her name. And then there were two other people who were customers, so they paid for that seat. Yeah. So, to your point, Bradley, the more this happens, the more people are going to be able to do this. Real regular people. Now there is a rigorous training program. Like they go through classes and they go through rehearsals. Like when they got into the capsule, they'd been in the capsule a bunch of times, at least uh, as the person who I was watching said dozens and dozens of times where they got in and they practiced harnessing themselves in. And then they sat there and had nervous diarrhea for like 15 minutes and then got out because that thing is real small. Yeah. But they, at one point, literally unhooked themselves and floated around the capsule. And I just can't imagine. Just uh, to give you an indication of how far they went, they were 347,539 feet above ground level at the highest point, Mm -hmm. um, that Blue Origin vehicle. So here's my question because I this is what I did miss. I had to I had to move uh locations and I couldn't watch it. I saw it land. I saw them wheel the steps up to the capsule. I saw them put the carpet out and I saw people starting to emerge. But what I did not see was what did William Shatner say about the whole experience? Well, I do want to play a clip. I'm glad you asked, because I have a clip of William Shatner that, uh, or part of a clip. But what I would like to do first is to preface this clip by saying this clip comes after Jeff Bezos proved he is, in fact, a D-bag. Oh, and fun. by that, I mean, you know, there there has been a lot of criticism about Jeff Bezos and his, you know, like, ego-driven journey to space. Mm-hmm. And I, that doesn't fall on deaf ears. I get it. I also just think people need to understand. I think we don't do a good enough job educating people on what the space program in uh, this country and beyond has given us in the way of technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not trying to be patronizing. I'm just saying I think that it sometimes doesn't get the, you know, you you, you get the publicity of like, the historic nature of it, Mm -hmm. but you also hear people talk about how expensive it is. I just don't think people understand how beneficial or yeah, beneficial space travel has been to us here on earth. Right. Which is made even worse when you have Jeff Bezos as the face of space travel, because Mm -hmm. right before this clip, he interrupts 90 year old William Shatner, who has, just come back from being the oldest person in space to give his very thoughtful, very emotional opinions. Mm. And Jeff Bezos cuts him off to grab a bottle of champagne from one of the screaming. There's like a screaming, there's some screaming ladies. And there was this moment where it just seemed like it was Jeff Bezos fan club who were like, yeah, and he's like, give me some champagne. And he's interrupting William Shatner. Who's about to set forth on like the magical nature of what he just experienced. Mm. And he interrupts him, but then ultimately he allows him to have a few words. Let's have a listen. What you have given me is the most profound experience I can imagine. Mm. I'm so filled with emotion about what just happened. I I just, it's extraordinary, extraordinary. So we could go on and play it, but that's you beautiful. Can, you can just tell, and I and I will tell you the rest of what he talks about is you know meaningful. He just talked about the the specifics, like there's this moment at which you cross through the boundary of like 
the atmosphere and then space. It's mm-hmm. not a hard boundary, but it kind of is. But you're going so fast, it seems like it's one second you're on Earth and the next minute you're in space when everything goes from this beautiful blue to beautiful black. Like that was interesting to listen to him talk about just sort of the experience of it. And those are the questions I would have. But then you can tell there's this is moments after he has just returned to Earth from outer space. At the age of 90. Yeah. You can imagine that that is a historic, meaningful moment. Especially, yeah, I mean, for anybody. And then add to it the fact that Captain Kirk, William Shatner, yeah. has been sort of our understanding of space, at least fictionally, yeah. for decades. Yeah, symbolically, it's it's huge. It's yeah. huge. Can I just read, I don't know, did you get the opportunity to read what he had uh, tweeted out? Mm-hmm. Um while he was actually in yeah. space. I was like, he must have wrote that before he went to he space because I don't think I would have the thumbs. <laughs> uh, especially in zero G's. This is what he wrote. I do not know what I may appear to the world, but to myself, I seem to have been only like a boy playing on the seashore, diverting myself in now and then, finding a smoother pebble or a prettier shell than ordinary, whilst the great ocean of truth lay all undiscovered before me. Just such a beautiful... And this man is 90 years old, and yeah, and he doesn't, doesn't sound, look, or act like, I mean, I don't know what a 90-year-old looks, sounds, or acts like, but he seems, um, you know, perfectly cogent yeah. and active and alive. Uh, and so it's just a treat to see him. I will say Jeff Bezos didn't do himself any favors, yeah. but that's fine. Yeah. And people will continue to poo-poo Jeff Bezos while we all wait uh, hopefully to go to space. Sometime. I'm not so. mad about poo-pooing Jeff Bezos. I feel like keep up the good work, everybody. But also, let's, to your point, honor what the space program has done and been. Yeah. And um, take this as a, a win for science. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know that Jeff Bezos flying rich people into space is going to give us the, uh, a ton of, of science. However, the attention that it brings and like, I'm sorry, I don't know if you've looked around the world lately, but the world loves celebrity. It loves pop culture. It loves attention. It loves a good drama, drama filled mm-hmm. story. So if Jeff Bezos gets people interested in the actual science that can occur in space, then I am all here for his dog and pony show as Although I wish he could get like hire a good PR firm to make him look a little less, you know, Bond villainy. Yeah. 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 Like he could have a hat on or something, like a nice cute little cap. He's kind a of jaunty. Made his he just looks so villainy. Cap, a jaunty cap. He's made his aesthetic choices. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yes. And also flying wiener. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, great news, you guys. Great news. Second season of Goop Lab is coming at you. Oh, can't wait. I can't wait to tell you what it's going to be about. Boy, will you be excited. We're going to get the Goopers Goopers together after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, great news. Great news on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow will be back for another season of Goop Lab. I know. It's very exciting. We're talking about it on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. And, um, you know, whenever we talk about our good friend Gwyneth Paltrow, we uh, call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb. What stupid stuff is on Goop this time? Oh my gosh, we've got another season of Goop Lab. Now, did you watch it last year? I can't remember. I watched the, um, I watched a couple episodes, one of which I was 
mortified that I actually watched. But. Wh- uh, which one was it? The lady finding her yeah. special mm-hmm. places. I did not need to watch that. Um, I, I mean, not I, because I just I just don't need to watch that. I don't really. Fe- I felt like nobody did. I felt like I was in a very personal moment with a gal <laughs> um, that I didn't. No, I wasn't planning on any who'sy whatsy. Apparently, that one yeah was um, so darn popular, of course, that Gwyneth and uh, the producers over at Goop Lab have decided to make season two all about sex, love, and goop. Well, there must be an audience for it. Apparently, so what they'll do is they will follow five real couples. As they take a journey to learn about eroticism and no, sex. I don't. No, um, it I features don't. massage, tying, spanking, tying? bondage, and toys. Um, and oh, what Gwyneth Paltrow says in the trailer is the following quote. It's one thing to be emotionally vulnerable on camera, but to be sexually vulnerable, we've never really seen this before. Yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. Called porn. I'm mm-hmm. not Dan. I don't. Yep. This is her. I'm listen. Oh, okay. Sounds like you got an opinion. I mean, the thing is, this I this is the new frontier of what Gwyneth is trying to sell us is wrong with us. What's Meaning, that? like Gwyneth has. There are definitely. Uh, places that have made money off of telling you there's something wrong with you yeah. so that they can um, swoop in and, and save you from your brokenness, right? Yeah. That's how they make money, sure. right? Yeah. That's what the entire diet industry is about. I believe that Gwyneth Paltrow has zeroed in on the very next thing. So she she wants women to know that your libido is malfunctioned. Do you find it shocking that she's also selling a product that's aimed to fix your problem? No. In fact, actually, I think that's all part of the plan and we should be paying attention yeah. to it. Because one of the things we talked about before this trailer for the new Goop Lab season came out is we talked about this libido dust, sex dust that she was selling, a yeah. supplement that's meant to get you herny. And I think that 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 this is just the 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 seed being planted for that. Oh, right, yeah, most definitely. I mean, if if you are selling a solution, there needs to be a problem. What better way to show people there's a problem than to create a TV series that you know goes hand in hand with the products that you're then selling? Right. Yeah. No. It's. I mean, it's evil genius. Right. And it's also not particularly new or fashionable. I really do think this is like it's porn for middle aged women. Yay! And hey, middle aged women out there. I kind of feel like if you're if you want porn, you can go find it. It's not like it's that. It's just this like presentation of shocking. It's something we've mm-hmm. never talked about in the open before because mm-hmm. ladies are not supposed to do things like that. Well, guess what they do, and they have, and it's fine, mm-hmm. and they don't need to, you know. But that's what this is. It feels like a very Nordstrom version of porn. Here's what I don't know about the Nordstrom porn season of Goop Labs mm-hmm. is in Goop Lab, the the last season that we watched, she drew from people who were working at Goop headquarters mm-hmm. to be the subjects of all the things they tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she wouldn't. She didn't do any of that. Yeah. She did one of them, and I can't remember which I'm one sure now. It was, it was like food. 
Yeah, it was something... I think she did the energy healing, yeah. but it was a very mild introductory energy right. healing session. It wasn't like Julianne Huff and the dry humping. She did not do that. So, you're right. Like She doesn't submit to these things, but no, she does she would, ask the people she employs to do it, which I feel like is an HR nightmare. Yeah, I just I think the whole thing is a nightmare. But yeah, she it's and again, I you know, I said middle aged women. I think it's middle aged women of a certain financial status Mm -hmm. and it's her customers. It's her customer base. So Mm -hmm. this TV show is designed for that. Like, ooh, scandalous. I'm going to sit down with my smoothie bowl and fix all your sex problems and watch, you know, ladies talk about lady things Mm -hmm. that are scandalous. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right, and again... And then, by the end, you're going to be like, oh, God, I am not horny enough for this. Let me buy this pill that's going to just make me, you know... I don't know. Want to do all the things that they're Which, talking the way, about on the Google lab. And also, that's annoying. Well... Who wants a horny person running around the house? And, and, if they're... If, <laughs> things are only a problem if they're a problem Why for you. Why so horny? He's humping the pillow again! I mean, didn't you talk about, like... Haven't we talked about Viagra being a hot mess? Like nobody needs a a bunch of horny 80 year olds running around. No, there's a reason why (laughs) things go the way they go. But my point is, there's only something wrong if you think there's something wrong. If it's a problem for you, then it's a problem. But if it's not a problem for you in your own rellationship, you don't need her dust. You don't need her show. There's nothing wrong with you. You're fine. You're fine. She could go back to doing Iron Man movies. She doesn't remember those. Yeah. She didn't even know she did them. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this on my talk. One Oh seven one dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk. One Oh seven one Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things. I have a feeling. Do you have a feeling? Mm -hmm. It's a generous feeling. Yes. I got a feeling. Down in my place, feeling deep inside. Okay. All right, all right. What are we giving away? <laughs> We're giving away a one hundred dollar gift card to a Minneapolis St. Paul magazine uh. Fall Restaurant Week location of the winner's choice. Wow, you get to choose? Yes, you do because Fall Restaurant Week is happening right now through October seventeenth. Get your vittles on! Yay! Do you know that vittles is spelled victuals? Oh. Like you pronounce it vittles, it's spelled victuals. You do not pronounce it victuals. I did not know that. I did not know that either until I listened to a podcast once. Thanks, Brad. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you want to get your victuals, uh, be caller number good old fashioned caller number seven. Caller number seven. Uh, you Congratulations. Are a for punishment over there. And now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things reputedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida and sometimes other places. Like where? Idaho. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't call you that, but sure. Thanks. Thank you. Idaho Falls, Idaho. And, okay, so a lot goes on in this story, and some of it matters, and much of it doesn't. But here's what you need to know. Okay. A 23-year-old man by the name of Christian Sanchez 
is the subject of this story. He was uh, suspected of using a gun to shoot somebody. That's not good. No. The person's okay. I want everybody to know nobody was injured in this, but it was a um, a conflict that caused them to be under the watch of the um, authorities. And so um, in the incident, they interviewed a lot of people because it wasn't clear who it was actually that did the shooting, but they did know which gun it was okay. that did the shooting. So they confiscated the gun and they were investigating further. And they thought that they were kind of figuring out what had happened. And then something happened that made them know, oh, we're on the right track. Okay. What happened is Christian Sanchez, 23-year-old Christian Sanchez, called the police department last Thursday and asked if he could have his gun back. Mm. And they were like, um, so about that that gun what that was seized as evidence in this case so he shot someone or tried uh-huh. to mm-hmm. and then like tried to pin it on somebody else the other person it's a, like a whole long story but what matters is the cops were starting to zero in on the fact that it probably was this Christian Sanchez I'm sorry Christian Garcia who had done this and they I'm sorry Christian Sanchez who had done this and they ended up um, because he called and was like, can I get my gun back? They were like, Oh, okay. Then it was you. Great. Gotcha. And so they arrested him. That is so that's a, that's a weird move. I will say, I mean, if you're under suspicion for shooting someone with a gun that is now in the possession of the police and you know that yeah, typically you would say, "Mm, just gonna let that one ride. Just let that, you know what? I might not get that back. And I'm just going to let this thing play out. Where are we going next? All right. We are going all the way to another place known as Pennsylvania. Hmm. Huntingdon. Not Huntington. Hunting Don. Hunting Don County. Oh, poor Don. I know, right? Why are they hunting Don? What did he do? But I need to tell you about Matthew Lane. Now, I honestly think, and I am going to make a bold statement, and it's probably going to ruffle some feathers. We'll get some emails. It's fine. I think that there's more than one crazy, stupid idiot in this story. Oh, good. Or at least I just have questions. Is there a home? Do we just play the home game? Yeah. I mean, it'll be obvious to you who the primary crazy, stupid idiot is, specifically the thief in this case. I will tell you that there is a thief. His name is Matthew Lane. He is 34 years old, and he is facing felony burgle charges, otherwise known as burglary, after breaking into a home in the Blairs Mills area on Thursday afternoon. Hmm. Now, just after 3 p.m. on October 7th, police were called uh, after Mr. Lane broke into a home in the area. The victim told police that he had entered his home without permission and took something. And it's what he took that ended up him get, ended up with him getting arrested for burglary and hmm. placed in prison on a $75,000 bail. Oh, that's big. You want to guess what he stole? Um, was it an antique um Alamo uh <laughs> Okay, Phil Paraphernalia? Collins. No. No. Okay, so it was Orient Was City. it an antique anything? I don't think so. Okay, so not an antique. No. Okay, but something like it had to have been like a large sum of money. You think? Right. Right. 
So something like maybe a car? It was a bottle of Mountain Dew. What? The guy entered a home without permission of the homeowner and took a bottle of Mountain Dew from the fridge. He was then arrested Mm -mm. on felony burglary charges and put in prison on $75,000 bail. Wow. Did he have like other stuff on his rap sheet? It doesn't, that... it doesn't indicate that. Okay. Actually, the just... felon, no, he is, it is felony. I was like, I, it can't possibly be felony. That seems like a misdemeanor. You broke into someone's home and took a beverage. Yeah. I, as the homeowner, while being terrified, and this is why I said it's going to be controversial. Yeah. I don't think I would be comfortable knowing that a man was going to the penitentiary for stealing a bottle of Mountain Dew. Right. I'd be like, he can have it. Just maybe next time, don't. Maybe just can. ring the bell. Right. And I'll give it to you. Right. I mean, I'm not advocating the theftery or, and, and not holding uh, people accountable. I think you could probably get there without the $75,000 bail. Right. And felony charges. Felony charges for a Mountain Dew? What? I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's got to be more to the story. There's got to be something we're missing. Or else, to your point, there's a lot of crazy, stupid idiots here. Yeah, I mean, I, nothing else in the story indicates. It just says Lane was arrested for burglary and placed in the Huntington County Prison on $75,000 bail. A preliminary hearing is scheduled for October 20th. Yikes. That just seems severe. Yeah, that's a lot for a Mountain Dew. I, but you know what? I bet it broke his habit. Like, I bet he's not going to... I don't know. Those Mountain Dew drinkers are, like, in, I don't want to say insane. But they, like, love they love their the Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Yeah, they like to do the Dew. I have never, never enjoyed a Mountain Dew Neither have life. I. It's too much. It's, I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. It's a lot. Yeah. No, thank you. Next! We are going to... Um, we are going to Philadelphia. I believe we're going to oh, Philadelphia. So it really just depends on... Where the Eagles were playing the Panthers on Sunday. Is that um, a sports ball team? That would be a sports ball team. Uh, football, in fact. Oh. So here's what happened. Is that uh, apparently, so you'll you'll be happy to know the Philadelphia Eagles came from behind to beat the Carolina Panthers on Sunday. Um, but there's that's not the thing that is uh, has gone viral about the game, apparently. There is a viral video that is making the rounds that shows a man and a woman in a stall together at a men's restaurant. Uh, nope, I meant restaurant. A men's restroom. restaurant? I meant restaurant. I would like to go there. <laughs> they were in the men's room, which I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say she had to have had been overserved. This was not like a Megan Trainer and her husband situation no, where they just have to go. Uh, doo-doo together no this was apparently some sort of sexual thing that they were carrying on with in the men's restroom which again like i said she had to have been overserved. you could not pay me money to get freaky in a men's room at a at a football game yeah no no um and i'm not even a germaphobe i'm just saying like that nothing about that sounds (laughs) amorous you can't really tell what's happening. Probably in the they video. were on that goop dust. Could have been right. Somebody watched that special. She's like, I just gotta. I need it. I gotta now. do it now. Anyway, um, they were doing something, and they had an audience all around the um, the stall while they were ew, doing it. Ew. 
whatever it was. And then uh, eventually the cops were kind of hanging out and they were like, hey, you almost done there? Uh, you almost done? Because we got to, we got to, what you're doing is not okay. So the cops wait around and eventually they open up the door to the stall. They're fully clothed and they just march away with the cops. Actually, the cops cuff them and then march away with them. And I would just say, they were not, by the way, arrested. They both were fully clothed when the cops arrived. So they couldn't really tell that they were doing anything illegal. But everybody else thought there was something going on in that. Well, stall. also, couples, it's, there's, you don't do couples restrooms. There's usually, right. you know, gender specific restrooms. You try to, you know. It is against the policy for the, for a woman to be in the men's room. They did escort them out of the stadium altogether. They missed the game, but. They've got a story. To I just, tell. I do love that they had an audience. I'm like, who are those people? Well, that are like, hey, look. Yeah, <laughs> but also at the same time, I do feel like I, I would be curious, curious enough to be like, what the heck is going on there? Yeah. But I wouldn't stand right outside. I would stand like way back <laughs> what, and pretend I was still washing my hands. Like, like, oh, yeah. But these people were like around the stall. Well, and they look like they're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're doing it. They're having sex. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is that time of day. It is time to play a little game. That game is called the throwback Live. after this on my talk one Oh seven one.